Okay, still recording. And we're going to say welcome to the Love of Learning Podcast. Welcome to the Love of Learning Podcast. Where we bring the fun and discovery of Kids Quest Children's Museum right into your own home. I'm your host, Ali Sherotis. Good afternoon, Bellevue community. I'm Ivan Duran. I'm especially honored to serve as your superintendent. Our community support has been immense, and I'm grateful for every single person who has reached out to support our students. We are testing out some of our new remote learning features and ask for everybody's patience as we go through this uh, in this town hall. This audio is from the Bellevue School District Virtual Families Forum on March 19th of this year, right after the decision to close the schools in an effort to prevent further spread of COVID-19. In the video, Dr. Duran sits six feet away from BSD Executive Director Heather Edlund as they do their best to answer some pretty big questions about the future of the school year. Today, we are all learners, our staff, our students, our families, our entire community. We are all learning a new way of life that we have never faced before. It was in those first couple weeks in March that community organizations and nonprofits had to decide how they needed to pivot in order to support families with quickly changing needs. How can we provide for the families of essential workers? How do we make sure families who rely on free and reduced lunches from school are getting the resources they need? How are kids going to learn remotely if families don't have internet or a device to use? In this episode, we'll hear from three community leaders from the Bellevue School District, Boys and Girls Club of Bellevue, and the YMCA of Greater Seattle about how they address challenges in their own spaces and how their partnership with each other was crucial for getting support to kids and families who needed it most. We're so honored to have this group of guests on our podcast. All of them are super busy right now working on rolling out their fall programming. KidsQuest is a proud partner of all three of these organizations. Since our building is closed, we have also been working around the clock to continue providing our awesome programs to families at home in creative new ways. KidsQuest has just done an amazing job to pivot, and I think they're very similar to us where their main program is is in the building, but they change that by really thinking about what they could provide in remote environments, you know, how they could do trainings with families and students and extend the learning experiences. Ivan Duran has been superintendent of Bellevue School District since 2017. He and his team have been working to completely restructure the way kids in his district access education. He's also a dad, and we can't wait to have him and his family back to play at Kids Quest. When I first, you know, arrived here in Bellevue over three years ago, one of the things that um, I heard repeatedly was just how supportive our community was to our school system and to our students and, and families. And during this pandemic time, you know, I mean, I have just been so deeply impressed by how our community partners, you know, pivoted to really support our students and families in, in the best way possible. Well, I would say, you know, I think some of the things that really surprised me was how quickly people were able to you know, just one, accept that we were in this situation and then figure out how we were going to solve for the challenges. We had early on, you know, when we um, ended up going into remote learning last March, I don't think any of us could have anticipated what it was going to look like, what were the challenges we were going to face, what were the successes we were going to face. So I feel like we have just been constantly learning from what we've been trying to do and, and make adjustments as best as possible. So, I mean, obviously we all knew it was coming, right? It was a matter of when are the schools going to shut down and what are we going to do as an organization? This is Nicole Jackson, the Director of Program Operations at the Boys and Girls Club of Bellevue. She's responsible for overseeing all daily operations for the clubs. 
we needed to make a call. Uh, we needed the support of our board and we needed to figure out what our families needed. And at that time, we decided that we needed to be the ones that stepped up for the kids and the families in Bellevue. Within days, uh, we were up and running at, I believe it was seven sites immediately after the school shut down. So we were open 7.30 to 5.30. We were in some school sites. We were in public housing sites. Our organization over the last six months have drastically changed. We were operating 15 sites prior to COVID and now we are at six sites. We were strictly an after-school program except for preschool. Now, since March, we have been open 7.30 to 5.30 for almost that entire period, uh, doing either remote learning or summer camp programs. Bellevue School District partnered with us to help provide paras for kids that needed more support. They provided breakfast and lunch for us, um, and we were open for remote learning. Obviously, like everyone, it was all new to us. We had primarily been an after-school program, so we had to find staff that were even available to work in the mornings and really just put all this together from scratch. Tina Vincent, District Director of Youth and Family Programs with the YMCA of Greater Seattle, was facing similar challenges of anticipating and responding to community need in a quickly shifting environment. Back when COVID hit, um, we launched what we called Camp Imagine. So care for kids um, during the school day, especially for those first responders um, who were still having to go to work and they were not at home. So those kids needed a safe place to go and the Y provided for that. And we continue to do that throughout the summer. And then as school started, we launched what we called Leap Academy. So learning, enrichment, and play. And our center of excellence with our association for youth development worked really hard to create a curriculum and schedule that matches the school districts. So every single school district that we serve, we are aligning the program with their school schedule. We expanded our hunger initiative work um, during COVID and even now in the fall, we're serving several meals to several different communities. We also provide housing for young adults. Um, that's something that's ran through our social impact center. During COVID, we created two day centers for teens and young adults and providing the scholarships for the youth in our LEAP Academy and in during Camp Imagine. So it really is the community that gets behind what the Y does um, and supports us. And, you know, our staff team, as well as our volunteers, our board of advisors that help spread that word into the community and help us raise funds to be able to do the work we do is really why we're able to accomplish what we, what we do. In the spring, the downtown YMCA branch teamed up with the New Horizons Shelter to provide a safe and comfortable space for youth experiencing homelessness during the day. Through this collaboration, participants received access to 20 plus hours a day of specialized services, meals, and workshops. Here's Alicia Raymond, Director of Day Programming at New Horizons, talking about the new partnership in a video from the YMCA's website. A lot of places that our youth might typically go during the day are closed now. I remember one of the things at the very beginning of this, a young person had said, it's going to be 12 hours since I, so I can use the restroom again. I better go now. I mean, that was something that stuck with me. Just like those little minute things that we take for granted, you know, our youth don't have access to. What was surprising for me was the needs that continue to arise. I think Bellevue has a reputation for being, you know, a wealthier community. And that's true in many cases, but we also have, you know, other 
other needs in our community. We have families that experience homelessness. We have families that are experiencing poverty. We have families that, you know, have struggled. And during this pandemic, that has even become even greater. And so the, the basic needs, you know, from food and rent support and even hygiene and thinking about like laundry supplies, I mean, all that, those are things that I think most people never really think about, you know, and we take it for granted what we have. And so, but then again, seeing how many people have responded to those needs has just been deeply inspiring to me to know that people care about each other just from a really basic level of humanity and are willing to really do whatever it takes to try to help and support people who need it during this time. Bellevue School District, Boys and Girls Club, and the YMCA are all fighting food insecurity with expanded meal prep and delivery systems. Nicole estimates that the Boys and Girls Club has distributed about 45,000 meals since the start of COVID. Thanks to T-Mobile and a special donor, they are able to provide kids with restaurant-prepared dinners every night at four site locations. I think the other part, too, is that we saw a really big need for additional technology especially with our elementary age students. We had already had a secondary laptop program in place, so our 6th to 12th grade students were equipped. Uh, but our um, you know preschool through 5th grade students did not have devices. So that was one of the things that we were able to do over the summer was acquire you know iPads for our youngest learners and then laptops for our 3rd through 5th grade students. And then the other big need was just in the area of regular Wi-Fi access. People will be surprised that, you know, we don't have broadband throughout our entire community. And the further you move away from the urban center, you know, the lower the band rate goes. And so, you know, we provided over 500 hotspots in the springtime and we're well over that number right now so that students and families have the best access. You know, just the basic needs, um, responding to families from technology support um, to just how do I help my student at home? to the food needs that have come up. So there's just been quite a few needs that we've really had to make adjustments and do everything possible to ensure we're providing the best learning environment to our students during this challenging time. Kids who have registered for remote learning day programs at the Boys and Girls Club or through the Leap program at the YMCA can bring their devices and headphones to the sites where they have access to strong internet and dedicated staff to help them navigate virtual learning each day. However, I think it's given our opportunity for our staff to work more closely with students and get to know them better. Um, And it's really been a great resource for families. So it's amazing how appreciative these people are that their kids have somewhere to go while they're working and that the kids have maybe access to internet that wouldn't necessarily have reliable access to internet, um, have an adult that's available to help them. From the very beginning of the pandemic, you know, we have continually said that we have to work together to support each other, to help each other, to be graceful with each other, you know, and so we have continually used the term, you know, we are going to rise to the challenge together. We continue to do that. I have to give a really huge shout out to our educators, you know, and staff and, you know, who really just have taking this on in the best way possible and try to provide the best, you know, learning opportunities for students during this time. So I know everybody is working incredibly hard during this time. And, you know, this challenge, you know, continues to face us as a community. And it is going to be so important for people to continue to be incredibly kind during this time. What we are going through right now is not normal. This is not a normal experience. And Unfortunately, I feel many of us, myself included, we're using the gauge that we have when things were normal for us to measure how we're doing. And unfortunately, that is just not a good gauge right now. We are in a time and place that we never thought we would be here. 
we have to just keep focusing on doing our best and doing things that are good every day and every moment. I think that's all we can do right now. I think it's important to know that the clubs are here for our members and that we want to make sure that no members are turned away, that we will help those that need financial assistance. I would just say that the why really works hard to meet all the different needs of each community and we're always open to hearing suggestions. So reach out to your local why, get in contact with a staff member and share what that concern is. Um, we always are looking to partner and problem solve and be able to meet the needs of the communities that we are in. So don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, we're all in this together, figuring out the best way to navigate this new normal that we're in. We are just so excited that we still have people who are loyal Y members and that take part in this with us as we go along this journey. If you're interested in learning more about any of the programs you heard about in this episode, check out the websites and social media accounts for the Bellevue School District, Boys and Girls Club of Bellevue, and YMCA of Greater Seattle. Thank you again to my guests, Dr. Ivan Duran, Nicole Jackson, and Tina Vincent for the work you do and for partnering with KidsQuest in our shared goal of supporting kids and families. Thanks so much for listening.